Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is the uh, the overture and great big beautiful world taken from the soundtrack of Shrek, uh, which is being performed by the Good Companions Theatre Group. I, I don't know why I went Shrek. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Derby Theatre, the 1st to the 5th of November. Tickets are 20 quid. Uh, under 16s are 18 quid. Now that's all out of the way. I can tell you who we've got in the studio. Uh, we've got Ollie Hand, who's playing the part of King Harold. Uh, we've got Stephen Muro, who's playing one of the three little pigs. And Johnny Banks. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Banks. John C. Banks. John C. Banks. <laughs> I've got John T. written down here as well. Uh, now, are you playing the Mad Hatter? That is correct, yes. I thought I was right with that. Anyway, we got that bit right. Um, so, well, welcome. It's nice to have you three. And Ollie, I know, has been in before. A few uh, years ago. Lots long, happened since. Oh, definitely, hasn't it? Just. Um, so, tell us a little bit uh, first about Good Companions. So, we're a musical theatre company. We've been going for um, over 60 years now. Um, a year or so ago, during lockdown, actually, we decided to have a little bit of an update to the company. We, for 60 years, were called Good Companion Stage Society. Uh, we realised that was a bit vague. It could incorporate things like plays and pantomimes and things which are fantastic, but uh, we do musical theatre. So we took lockdown as the opportunity to um, look at this rebrand and get ourselves a nice new logo and a new name and be more specific about what we do and it stopped people asking if we do plays which is fantastic so we're now good companions musical theater marvelous stuff that's a, that i mean it says what it, it does what it says on the tin so i think the first thing that i saw by good, uh, good companions was uh, summer holiday oh wow i oh, think well, that takes me back that, that's I was you, quite, you, uh, you played the cliff richard I, I played now quite melvin hayes's part in melvin film, hayes that's right which was cyril. Yes. cyril so i was cyril in uh, summer holiday that was some years ago i think i've still got the t-shirt yeah. Uh, and that was, I think, the last show we did at the Guildhall in Derby as well. Yeah, because uh, has that closed down it's yet? It's closed, yeah, yeah, still. Um, the same as the building op- opposite. Yeah. Um, we believe they're looking at uh, something to do with it and to bring it forward, but it's um, obviously we've had lockdown since, but it would be nice for it to open again because we'd like to be back in the city centre, as we are in November, but a smaller theatre in the city yeah. centre. It's a lovely theatre as well. Beautiful. It's really you know, nice. that, that staircase going yeah. up there. Oh, yes. Amazing. It is. So, uh, yeah, they ought to do something with that. So, so how long have you all three been involved in Good Companions? Let, let's start with Jonty. Um, well, actually, I, this is only my second um, p- production with uh, Good Companions. Um, the first one, first one being the one we did previous to this one uh, in April, which we did at Repton, wasn't we did it? At Repton, Repton, that's Repton our new. That's where. Well, not at the Guildhall, we're at Repton yeah. 400 Hall Theatre. Yeah, that was uh, that was called Made in Dagenham. Um, I was kind of roped in by uh, by my brother Tom, who was actually playing the role of Shrek uh, in this yes. production. Uh, he, he he basically said to me because I was involved in uh, musical theatre before. Uh, good companions. I was a member of Central Musical Theatre Company, who are local to us, uh, fellow Derby group. Um, but I wasn't involved in anything for about five years, mostly because of when I lived in Manchester for university and also, um, well, COVID hit pretty much immediately after. But then when uh, that kind of started to ease out, or at least ease out enough, um, my brother, who was a member of Good Companions for about three or four years at that point, um, said, oh, we're looking for um, some uh, some more men in more our, men. In our usual, chorus. Usual story, more men. <laughs> uh, for our production of Made in Dagenham. It's a great show and um, we'd, we'd really love it if you could join us. And I said, yeah, sure. 
and did I've you, been kind of kind of been roped and in. And did that as well? Was in yeah, like yeah, my dad as well. Family, isn't it? Yeah. I, I was going to say it's fa- it was you. a family affair. That one wasn't it? It was. <laughs> so, Ollie, when did you first start? So I, um, my first show was in two thousand and one, I think. So um, we had a, a do earlier this year where I was awarded my twenty year medal which makes me feel very old but also very humbled um it was yeah 20 years man it's it's nuts i've not done every show since but the majority of them um yeah that's uh, that's that's me 20 20 years elder statesman now of the company it feels like five minutes since i went in with my dad who was in the company at the time mm. and was <laughs> reg's boy and <laughs> i know how you feel because i've been here 22 years yeah um uh, so Flies, they, doesn't it? they can't get rid of me that's the trouble that's, i think that's uh, the same yeah yeah, no one else will come in at this time of the morning to do the show. That that's why they keep me on. I think not that I'm any good or anything, but you know they, they just think no one else will do it, yeah. so let him carry on. Um, so, Stephen, what about yourself? This is actually my first production for uh, Good Companions. Um, my first ever musical theatre show was earlier in the year with uh, Ram TC, which was Bad Girls, which I played Jim Fenner. Um, yeah, and then um, Good Companions sort of said come and audition for shrek and i did and i'm in the show so really excited to uh to do this one it's a very very fun show uh, you, just to be a part of so watching it would be yeah you know you're carrying on the role of playing a pig though aren't you sort of you know exactly. from jim fanner <laughs> from one pig to, <laughs> from one big pig to a little pig many times yes so, it, it must have been great fun though playing jim fanner uh, and it was a great show as well it, it took a while to get into the role um a lot of people say, oh, playing the bad guys, the, the fun bit. So, well, a fictional bad guy is one thing, but these guys actually exist, and that was didn't quite string a chord with me. So it took a long time for me to sort of get into the character. It was a horrible character. It, it was, was awful. Horrible it was character. awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, but great fun. It, it, it was, was a fun character to watch as well, and, and anybody who's seen it now he gets his comeuppance in the end. He does, um, he does. Well, well so. deserved. Yeah, so and uh, I mean, there was singing, there was dancing, and everything uh, in that. Obviously, with it being yeah. a musical, so uh, w- yeah. was the dancing part something new to you? Because I, I remember Absolutely. seeing somewhere that uh, you know you, you said that you felt a little bit uneasy doing the dancing, but I'll yeah. tell you what, it didn't show. Okay, well, it's nice for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, dancing does not come uh, very naturally to me. I may have rhythm, but the feet don't correspond to what i tell it to do unfortunately but i am getting there some some things are easier than others yeah but i have sang for a long time so that as long as that's right in my head i can the, the rest get, also get, to, the rest kind of yeah. literally follows yeah so what's it like playing a, a little pig though do you get i mean how do you get into the mindset of being a little pig in a nursery rhyme so much for little pig well, yeah, we're quite big, massive. actually. We are quite big, yes. Um, well, my, my, my two kids are uh, 11 and 13 now, so we've, we've had Shrek literally for a long time. So I've had the three little pigs with the German accents kind of in my head for a little time. So I either go from quite Nazi with a German accent to sort of very camp and silly and everything <laughs> else. So that that's what was my sort of thing for a little pig was just to be very over the top and quite shaky and scared and everything else so well, well they are aren't they anybody who's seen sort of little pigs running around a, 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 a sort of farmyard or anything yeah they're, they're very much like that anyway so um but and uh, you say you've been singing for for a long time as well we can we can see that by your, your facebook um page there's loads of videos on there of you yeah. singing <laughs> uh, and stuff like that and also um sort of away away from the sort of musical theater thing 
Uh, you've got a science YouTube channel. I have. As well. Yes. So, uh, physics, I believe, is, is what you were... Physics is my, my degree, yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about these YouTube channels that are um, involved well, in science. I, I did it so that um, my kids could sort of get into science if they're kind of watching me be silly and doing things that amazes them then I can sort of pass that on I'm quite passionate about you know getting kids excited about doing science and maths and you know the stem subjects so it's um it just sort of literally stemmed from that like what can I do that's relatively safe to do at home that's not going to encourage anybody to hurt themselves but just think oh, okay why does that happen that was always my uh, my thing as a child is why does it happen why 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 so hence yeah, physics yeah. getting into ridiculous amounts of detail on why things happen and then it just sort of literally explodes from there and you can close your eyes and see how the universe works yeah <laughs> and um i mean people who sort of watch sort of a lot of kids' TV, they'll see these science things uh, which people you know, are, are doing on television. And it is great fun to watch, not only for kids, but for adults as well. So, so to actually have it on YouTube that everybody can access uh, is great. And you must have great fun oh, yeah. doing it as well. Oh, so. yeah. Especially when they get involved as well. Yeah. So Another thing as well, uh, with, with that, you do like to do a lot of weight training uh, and yeah. sort of running marathons and everything. Uh, like that. Know, You're not there today, London. No, I'm not. There today, no. <laughs> nah, no. Nah. I did the Nottingham Marathon a few, quite a few years ago. The year my son was born, so quite a few years ago, and I don't think I could manage another one. I don't think my knees are dead. <laughs> to be with with that, is is it useful, sort of, when, when you're going, I don't know, jogging or something like that, to sort of go through your lines uh, of you know, sort of play that you're in? It, it, found, can you concentrate while doing that? As my fitness increases. Um, my capacity to move and sing at the same time increases as mm. well because that that was always my thing. You don't want to be out of breath because you need you need your support. You need a big breath to place the voice correctly and all the adequate support all the way up the chain. The fitter I get, the better that is. So I think that whole sort of dancing and singing thing yeah. kind of becomes a little bit. I wouldn't say easier because it's not easy for me, but it it it's at least you've got the foundation to be able to do it better there and then it all sort of stems through mm. it, it, it's interesting so i've spoken to people before who sort of they, they do a lot of jogging and everything and uh if, if they're in a play uh not just a musical but if it's in a play as well they can go through the lines sort of as they're running uh and and i suppose as well i don't know if, if any of you have done shakespeare um before but uh with the jogging and the rhythm of the jogging as well, it helps with the, the learning of the lines of Shakespeare with the rhythm of that. Mm. So only what I've been told. Um, to, you know, it, it yeah, says because um, his lines in his in his sonnets, I, I guess, yeah. and, and some of his um, monologues. Or what, what was it that he called them? Oh, I've no idea. <laughs> he called. I like Shakespeare. Else. I know nothing. He really. called them something else. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it was a soliloquy or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they had they had quite a lot of float in them, didn't they? they rolled off the tongue right. so so nicely yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see I, i've always uh, with, with people who do shakespeare um it's very difficult to sort of read it from a book to get the actual rhythm of it and and they say once they've got the rhythm it's a lot easier to learn you know the script because it all for it's like um sort of remembering a song because you remember mm. sort of the rhythm and where you 
what's supposed to be at that time. Absolutely. So, but uh, now that we, we're going to play another piece of music, so already we're 20 minutes uh, in. Um, the track, um, Story of My Life, tell us a little bit about this. So this one is, um, so Shrek obviously is cast away as a, as a young ogre. He lives on his swamp, he's happy with his lot, he's living a life of isolation on his swamp. Uh, then he gets overrun by fairy tale creatures, which are, many will be familiar, which include obviously Three Little Pigs and many other fairy tale characters. Um, it's led by Pinocchio, who is, of course, a real boy. And it's everyone's little story, basically. That is taken from the soundtrack of Shrek. Oh, don't worry about that word. <laughs> we don't say that word in the show, Bob. No, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> got n- nothing, even even on that scale, in that show. Very, very family-friendly. <laughs> We've played a lot worse than that, believe me. <laughs> so you've heard the parrot sketch. Yeah, I played the wrong version of it. Ah. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about Shrek, which has been performed at Derby Theatre the 1st to the 5th of November by the Good Companions Theatre Group. Uh, in the studio, we've got Ollie, Stephen and Jonty uh, from the cast of Shrek. Now, it, it is a massive cast, isn't it, when you think of all, all these characters. How many people are involved? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to say about maybe 30-odd, 40, something like about that. that. Um, yeah. It, it seems, from what I remember from seeing it, um, I think it was last year, was it last year? Or earlier this year, I can't remember now. Uh, but it seems like there's a lot of people, isn't it? A lot more mm. than 30. So maybe people are doubling up. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. We've got, um, obviously, had to have been allocated, such as the Little Pigs and the Mad Hatter, allocated fairy tale characters. Yeah. I've not got a fairy tale character because I'm elsewhere in the show. But, um, yeah, it's been a lot of um, parts to dole out by our production team. Yeah. When you take out the principles, it's, uh, yeah, no easy task. Right. So let's talk costumes uh, for Shrek, because once you've got all those characters, every, I mean, all those costumes as well. Uh, so have they all been bought in as like a sort of a, a big job lot yeah uh, then we, we we see them in a few weeks time we haven't seen them yet we don't know how easy they're going to move in them we've been measured we've been... and we'll get our costumes the week before the show so that'll be fun we've also been given ideas as to what some of them might look like but mm-hmm. um yeah there are some, like, like me for instance i have no idea what my mad hat's costume is going to look like i'm not sure if it's going to be based off the cartoon like the disney cartoon or the iconic johnny depp one with the yeah. with the bright orange hair we'll, we'll have to see i have no idea <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be exciting for you, Lars. It will be. We've got well. obviously um, we've got uh, Hillary who plays um, Humpty Dumpty, so she's gonna be a massive egg. I don't know how easy it's gonna be. <laughs> she's walking around the stage at the moment in rehearsal, like yeah. fairly freely. Maybe but it's not there. gonna be that when we get there. We're gonna have to just adjust our spatial awareness and everything. It's yeah. gonna be a cha- one one of the challenges of the uh, of getting into the theatre. I think in uh, at the end of the month. So, so when do they actually arrive in the costumes? I think it's only a few days before the show. I think it's the middle of the previous wow. week. Um, but we get them. Hopefully, a lot of them are. I mean like the Mad Hatter, it won't be a big elaborate costume. It'll be some sort of suit, suit. Yeah. of sorts. So you'll still be able to move. Yeah. Yeah. You'll still be able to move around and it won't, you know, yeah. it's just we, putting a jacket on. We've, because um, obviously the three pigs are always together in, in the show. So we've just sort of spaced ourselves a bit further apart just to allow for mm. the size of, or potential size of costumes and things and everything else we've all got our suitcases now haven't we because we're all moving out yeah. and being kicked out in a swamp so <laughs> yeah because for, yeah, for that number we, we come on with with suitcases yeah yeah mm, we do it's a whole routine do you have to pay half price for the f- uh, farquhar costume <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> more so because it's more elaborate i don't expect um yeah I'd, uh, probably not because uh, yeah i don't know i don't quite know how that i sort of know well, obviously there is a secret yeah. to the theater of how it works but 
Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm looking forward. That's one of the ones I really am looking forward to yeah. seeing. Martin's doing a brilliant job as Farquhar. Oh, Martin yes. Counter, yeah. who played the lead in Made in Dagenham six months ago, uh, the lead man, and he just brings Farquhar out as this big, very very camp, very very loud, but yeah. very small uh, character. Because mm. people who are coming to see this uh, musical, um, we're anticipating will be more familiar with the movie, and John Lithgow's. Um, rendition who does the voice of Farquaad in the movie is mm. a bit more sinister, isn't it? Well, not really sinister, but serious, I guess. Mm. Um, whereas Martin, he's he's a bit more camp. He's very much, um, camp. very very much, very, very much so actually. But, but camp in the yes, in the yeah. he's, he's, he's a lovable villain, yeah. not one that you love to hate, like the mm. one in the movie. See, I, I, I remembering it from the film. Uh, it always reminds me that character a little bit of the child catcher uh, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> You know, it, 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 yes, it, it, it's sort of quite evil, but you can laugh at him yeah. as well. Yeah, that's probably because it's so ridiculous. I think it's because there's a desperation as well to yeah. Farquhar. Oh, yes, Because he's not sinister, he's just very insecure, and he just is very, very... Uh... He's a very big man, though. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Like that. I'm a big man. man, I'm a big man. He's just a mardy little child, <laughs> man-child. Quite aptly, little man syndrome. Yeah, well, really, exactly, exactly yeah. that, exactly, so, Man Syndrome. Yeah, so with, with strong knees, of course. Yeah, Martin's yes. got strong knees. Uh, uh, yes, there's a, a lot of cast have had to go and buy knee pads yes. for this show to rehearse in, and it's very, very funny seeing them waddling around on the knees. <laughs> <laughs> now then, uh, Ollie, you're playing King Harold yes. uh, in there, um, and the costumes, yeah, you, you don't know what it looks like. Have you got an idea of how sort of I've flashy no idea it is? of King Harold's costume. No? Oh, yeah. Um, no, literally not after tunics. Maybe I don't know. That's the I'm only on for like a minute or so in the in the first song, um, which is when Fiona gets t- taken up the tower. Yes, yeah. because of course she does because she's a princess. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm only in that costume for a couple of minutes. So it can be anything for me. I'm I, I'm there's three of us on the stage at that point. Um, it doesn't. I'm wearing it for five minutes. It's <laughs> it can be anything as far as I'm concerned. I've worn some weird <laughs> stuff over the twenty years or so. So. Anything goes for me now these days. Ah, right. Now, let's talk Shrek. Um, because, um, I mean, Tom, uh, your brother's playing um, Shrek. How long is he in makeup for? I think it's mm. prosthetics and all sorts. Yeah. Like prosthetics, yeah. 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 <laughs> so We've got prosthetics and then. While. Yeah, it will <laughs> be. <a> while. <laughs> to the point that between shows on the Saturday, he's not going to take it off. He's just going to keep it. Really? <laughs> well, I think, what, I think what he's most concerned about is the, co- is the costume itself mm. because it's, it's very big. Mm. And um, now he's now of course he's been in very very elaborate costumes before. Um, we actually shared the stage together when um, I was the Scarecrow and he was the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz. That was with Central, and he had this massive Tin Man costume, which wasn't tin; it was actually foam, I think. And the amount of sweat that he oh, generated yeah. from that costume yes. was, was oh, yeah. ridiculous. Mm. And um, he's, he's he's anticipating it to be very much the same, if not worse for this show because he's on stage more often yeah. so <laughs> he might so actually in between um, acts he might have to try I guess and take it off for a bit just cool down a bit I think it might have its own changing room as well <laughs> his own the, tool, costume, yeah. the costume might have its own changing room <laughs> so I, I, I can imagine then that with, with the makeup and everything and then the costume he's going to be one of the first to actually arrive at the theatre to, to get done up absolutely on the days yeah. Yeah. No, to without question yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, with the, and again, I know that you don't know um, sort of about the costumes, but is the costume of Shrek, as far as you know, sort of like a, a one piece? I'm trying to imagine how easy or difficult it is to actually get out of that costume. 
We'll find out. I think, yeah, it, I, I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to find when out. I've, when I've seen it in the past, it looks like there's like a top half, a bottom half. Yeah. But and like the whole head, I th- I'm assuming, is like latex or rubber, mm. or, and it's just stuck down and then it's makeup. So mm. it's, it's a tough I have, So I've been task. in meetings ordering hands, ordering rubber hands, and also ordering <laughs> pig's noses. Excellent. So that was Thank in you. the last meeting that we found some cheaper <laughs> pig's noses than the costume <laughs> it was offering, and we bought three rubber pig's noses that go around. And Wonderful. We'll have Thank to sort you. of glue them. Oh, I'm not, but someone will have to glue them on or something. So Excellent. it's all looking, yeah, it's all coming together. But the the main costume stuff will be in a few weeks, and we'll wait and see. All exciting stuff. Uh, so after after Shrek has finished, or maybe even after first night, um, will there be sort of a, a glass of celebratory Ollie Hand beer? <laughs> my beer, my beer that I've made. Yeah, you you don't want that, lads. It's uh, not turned out right. Oh I've seen pictures of it. Um, but yeah. uh, what does it taste like? It actually tastes all right, but it just hasn't got a head on the top of it, and I don't know why. So if anyone who knows, the, <laughs> my first attempt, in fairness, I bought a brewing kit and a bucket and all the rest of it, and uh, made it up, followed it to the letter, and uh, I'm working my way through 24 bottles of beer that you have to sort of <laughs> titivate in the bottle before you then pour it out and you, if you're lucky you will get some froth on the top but it's not turned out right i don't know what i've done wrong but so have you two not right. not sort of uh, had a drink of this beer this year not i'm quite yet. looking forward to yeah, it. i'll bring I've some tonight like lads. yeah now you mention it i didn't even know about it before we before he came here really <laughs> yeah. ah. it's a little experiment yeah, little experiment but it's yeah <laughs> Something to do over over the lockdown periods. No, it was dead recent. I Re- oh, yeah, yeah. So it's not recently. Not so, so it's like oh, the first right. go. So uh, yeah, I bought all the gear and I just thought it was something to something. To, in fact, it was an investment in the long run because to buy that much on a kit, yeah, might balance out the amount that it costs in the shops. So well, it's bound to be cheaper, isn't it? So mm. the, the way things are going. So have you got a little bar area in the house or no. in, the, in the shed or something? No, I've got a box of bottles in the back. That, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. you, you need a bar it's all in the back. I so. haven't even got a pump yet. I haven't even got a keg yet. <laughs> that's my next thing—a keg. Because at the moment I'm in bottles. So when I get, get the, have you got a shed in the back garden? I uh, not with a not with a full roof on it. Oh, right, well, that's no good. So you need to get the roof, get it converted into a bar. Into a bar. Uh, Great. Yeah, then, that, that, that was, that probably missed the lockdown <laughs> bus for that. But, uh, yeah, it was a good lockdown project for many, I think. Right, let's uh, let's play another track. Uh, this track, uh, I know it's today. Tell us a little bit about this. So this is where Fiona's up in the tower waiting f- to be rescued by a dashing knight, which eventually turns up to be Shrek. Um, it's quite, it's sort of tongue-in-cheek in a way, in that it's her growing increasingly tiresome, isn't it? Absolutely. Going, come on, when's it going to be? Day 5,000 million or whatever it is. The good thing about this song is you see Fiona grow up. So you've got a couple of little kids in at the start, little ones, and then you've got teen Fiona, and then you've got Helen, who is our Fiona. So I will take this opportunity to give a little shout-out to our junior cast, um, and that's Jess, Millie, Faye, Hannah and Ebony, who are all doing an absolutely cracking job. Marvellous stuff. Here's that track. I know it's today. That's I know it's today. It's taken from the soundtrack of Shrek. Uh, It's being performed by the Good Companions Theatre Group at Derby Theatre 1st to the 5th of November. Um, Derby Theatre, brilliant stuff. Now, Jonty, we've we've mentioned before uh, you're from a a sort of acting family, really. Absolutely, Um, yeah. We we know about your dad. We know about uh, Tom. Uh, Any others in the family that uh, maybe we've not seen acting before? 
Well, uh, both my parents uh, are um, honorary, honorary uh, life members of um, Central Musical Theatre Company, who I mentioned earlier. So yes, my, my mother's um, involved, very much involved uh, in musical theatre still to this day. Uh, she'll be um, uh, making an appearance in um, a musical as well uh, over at the Duchess Theatre uh, in February. Uh, it's a musical rendition of Doctor Doolittle. Oh. Uh, that's between, I think, the, the 21st and the 25th of February. Um, I believe that's correct. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's very much been involved as well. And they kind of got me involved ever since I was a wee lad. Um, they got me to... Uh, yeah, wee laddie. Yeah, they, yeah, they got me to um, play, um, you know, child roles in um, um, shows such as Carousel, Brigadoon, uh, Oklahoma as well. And I've kind of stuck around ever since then and I became a fully fledged member uh, of the company and uh, ended up in shows uh, such as The Wizard of Oz <laughs> that I mentioned earlier uh, as well as uh, Jekyll and Hyde the musical which is in my opinion one of the best shows we've mm. done in, in recent memory one of, the, one of my favourite shows to be in as well Yeah it's a great musical that is um, I, I saw it at the Duchess uh, and uh, great music as well great oh, soundtrack fantastic music yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the, the Mad Hatter uh, role. It must be a mm-hmm. great role to be able to play someone so uh, just basically off the wall. Uh, really, are you, are you having fun playing? Well, the way, yeah, I, I guess I guess you could say he's he's off the wall. And um, the way I know him is uh, is is actually Johnny Depp. To be honest, because I didn't actually when I was a kid, I didn't really watch um, the the original animated animated version. Um, I was I was exposed to the the Tim Burton version. Um, around the time it was released, I was made to watch it whilst I was in school, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it. But I, I was. But whenever Johnny Depp was on screen, maybe it was to do with his acting or the way he looked. I just couldn't take my eyes off him. Mm. It was more. It was more to do with the way he looked more than anything else. And um, yeah, he's and that in itself, the way that Mad had to look has become so iconic now. Um, so when I was given the role, I thought, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense that they've given me this role because he's he's he's, he's quite a tall stature he's quite um well, he's, he's someone he's someone that you look at and think yeah i, I can look up to him in a way because again he, it's it, it's really quite iconic it's one of a few um characters in alice in wonderland that you that you think of first mm-hmm. if not alice there's cheshire yeah. cat um there's maybe the there, caterpillar so. as well and mad hatter he's up there so Yes, yeah, it's, it's an honour, really. <laughs> so the, the way that you're playing him, are you going to be playing him sort of more like the, the cartoony type character, like the original, or a little bit darker, as in the Johnny Depp character? I, no, I'd, I'd, I'd say more the cartoony yeah. type, because this is a very lively show. And uh, I, I mentioned earlier, even Farquaad, is, um, he's becoming more lively, isn't he, and more comical. So if I kind of do the same thing for Mad Hatter, um, to make him a bit more cartoony, I guess... Um, Something, someone for the kids to look at and and, and recognise. Then, yeah, um, that's that, that's the approach I think I'll take. Okay, uh, let's talk about the soundtrack. Um, it's it. I mean, we, we've heard some of the the, uh, the tracks from here. Uh, any favourites that you've got, sort of from the soundtrack, Ollie? Um, <laughs> I was moving the microphone more central there, not to myself. <laughs> um, let's actually just go and yeah, your CD all again. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just they are brilliant. These the, the, the songs in there, so it's family friendly and everything's 
you know, there's, there's, yes, there's ballads in there, and yes, there's up-tempo stuff. Um, I quite like the Ballad of Farquhar. That's one that I've known for a long yeah. time. I was involved in um, Derby Gang Show, um, Flying High, and a few years ago they did a, a selection from Shrek. So I knew a, a few of the songs from this. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're so... There's some very, very different songs. One song never really sounds like another. Fruit Flag, I already knew. Ballad of Farquhar. It's just, oh, some, they're really great. I think the uh, the balance of harmony and uh, comedy as well mm. in there. I mean, Ballad of Farquhar, you know, start, you've got like an Empire Strikes Back sort mm. of Darth Vaderness <laughs> to it right mm. at the beginning. And then, you know, then there's this. It brings in classical music. In, it brings in of, Swan Lake in the Ballad of yeah, Farquhar. You, get, you know, there's, there's, there's little. Even, Snippets of ballet in that particular number, which we're still trying to. There's even a little snippet from um, the good, the bad, and the ugly as well. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I think for for me personally, um, going into this show, when I found out we were we were doing it, I I already knew I loved uh, the song we just heard. Uh, I know it's today. That's a great song. Um, I did that in a well. I did a concert with uh, Central a few years um, a few years back, and that was one of the songs that we did. It was um, three ladies that got to do that and that was when I was first introduced to Shrek the Musical um, but when I found out we were doing this show I listened through the whole soundtrack and personally it's um, um, both of Farquaad's numbers um, What's Up To You Lark and, and The Ballad of Farquaad like we mentioned <laughs> yeah. earlier Th- those are such fun songs Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that we've kept the um, like the toy bit like, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. really twangy um where Donkey can, let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, yeah, we, we get to do it over and over again, and it's it's it makes us laugh every single time we do it. So yeah. It's, it's still fun. Um, yeah, I just like the mix of different styles. Yeah. And of course, it. the dialogue itself is really funny as yeah. well. A lot of the lines from the film are retained in the in the musical as well. So The taglines. Oh. <laughs> you can't, you can't be a good tagline. Uh, so tell me about um, Don't Let Me Go, this song. So this is Donkey's song, isn't it? So um, Donkey, uh, we have poached from Burton Musical Theatre Company. So if anyone went to see that production earlier this year, their donkey is Johnny, uh, Johnny Salt, and he has come over to join Good Companions for our production and keep alive his... uh, his character, which has been great, because he's uh, sort of a few steps ahead of us. He already obviously knows mm. his lines, and knows, like, he just has a bit of redirection from our director, and um, is uh, is there. So it's been really good to see Johnny come over, and he's so donkeys are really. Ch- I could never play donkey. Um, it takes, I think, a certain degree of confidence to 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 play that uh, that character. So this is Donkey's song where he is basically begging Shrek not to leave him. Uh, that, that's a bit noisy, that one, isn't it? It's a great song, it's though. Very energetic. Yeah. yeah. Donkey is very, very energetic. Very in character. Donkey, yeah. Donkey is very energetic and very irritating, I'll use the word. <laughs> the um, as you can see from the exasperation on Shrek's face half the time. Same as in the cartoon. We are talking uh, Shrek. Uh, that's being performed by the Good Companions Theatre Group. It's at Derby Theatre, 1st of the 5th of November, uh, in the studio. We've got uh, Ollie, Stephen and Jonty from um, the cast of that. Um, so, do, do, do any of you three suffer from nerves, by the way? Um, either before the show or... I suppose yeah. after the show, it doesn't matter, really, does it? I think it? I but, do. Uh, I think even all these years on, you still hear the rumble of the, the, the audience outside. And you still get a bit. It's excitement and nerves. It's not. Yeah, I think a it's few not days before sleepless nights like, and stuff. Mm. You know, but you know you're well prepared for it. And yeah, and obviously else. we rehearsed twice at the theatre beforehand. Yeah. So we 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 know we're ready. 
and yeah. it's just a case of needing an audience at one stage you just need right we're ready for an audience but then you hear the audience and you go oh god there's an audience out there yeah. <laughs> well the other thing is um we do a total of six shows i think we do you do have uh, it's inevitable really. i think we all get at least that little bit of yeah feeling inside five, before the know, first show gives you the energy before yeah. the first show once you get that one out of the way you think okay we've got we can, you can we, get we can do we're on a roll now we can keep going with this yeah, do the same thing that five helps. more times. Yeah. I, I think it's always handy, sort of having nerves like that, uh, to, as you say, to you know, to fire you up. And mm. I think if you don't get them, maybe coming a little bit really. complacent. You know? Yeah, mm. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so any any superstitions uh, with, with theatre? A lot, a lot of sort of, if you like, elder uh, actors, they have more superstitions. But uh, any any superstitions? With Honestly, you not not at all. Not one day. No. Just get absolutely. there in time. Get ready in good time and. Be where you need to be, and that's not superstitions, is it? That's just practical. Yeah, <laughs> that's just common sense. But no, that's that's me. Just get there with plenty of time to be able to, you know, get mentally prepared. Yeah, and book the week off work. That's my superstition. Yeah, book the week off work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, and and afterwards, when when a show's finished, uh, I mean, you hear well, I hear all this stuff about sort of post-show blues and everything. So, uh, I mean, what, what's it like for you three, sort of after you? You know, you've built yourself up to this. You've done great shows all week. Then afterwards, it, it all just comes to a stop until the next one. Mm. Um, so how, how do you sort of it's get tough. over post-show it's, blues? It's tough because it's not just a matter of the fact that you've done six runs of this show. There's also all the effort you've put in before that mm, as well. You, so you run the show so many times. And then by the time you finish on the Saturday evening, you think, well, this is it. That's done, <laughs> Sunday, wake up Sunday morning or yeah. Sunday afternoon, and go. Oh, that's that's finished. Then that's yeah. you have got no lines to learn. Nothing. Obviously, I look after the publicity myself and Tom. And this, when we come into October, we up it again. So yeah. all the social media stuff, and that all ends. Apart from saying thank you all for coming, see you again, and that's it. You put your last Facebook post up, and that's it. so. It, it is yeah, a crashing show, halt. Yeah. Once it's <laughs> Sunday morning, and you go. Oh, it's not. Oh. It's like a little lost. void, isn't it? Where yeah. you know, and, and then you're looking for your next show. Yeah. Um, of course. And so. Even then, it's surreal when you start that next show because yeah. you're doing numbers you didn't do. Yeah. In the, it's always, the first race was always weird, singing new songs with the same people. Yeah. 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 Talking of the next show, uh, anyone got any lined up for? Yes. For after we, that? we have 2023 uh, lined up. Although, don't ask me about dates because I'm. Oh, sure. we can cover that but, next not year. Um, <laughs> Little Mermaid is our next production after Shrek, so that's going to be, I believe, in May. We're staying at Derby Theatre for that. We're doing two shows Brilliant. in a row at Derby Theatre, uh, doing a bit of a switch. So that's um, Little Mermaid. And then our next year around Halloween show, conveniently, is The Adams Family. Oh, brilliant. And that'll be out in Repton at the 400 Hall Theatre, which is at Repton School, beautiful theatre. Um, and that, Yes, so that'll be this time next year. Outside Good Companions, have uh, you got any sort of with, with other societies? Uh, as of now, no. Uh, although I have um, expressed uh, some interest in uh, rejoining Central sometime soon, uh, given given uh, the the time that I have. <laughs> that is enough time to, uh, you know, not stress myself out with other mm -hmm. um, commitments I have with my job as a math teacher and also um, uh, with uh, the PGCE that I'm doing as well. So... We'll see, and hopefully. <laughs> Are we going to uh, sort of see any students from uh, from the maths uh, class it's, it's not coming likely. to see <laughs> maths? Maybe, maybe colleagues, like fellow teachers, yeah. yes. Uh, but I'm not sure if... Um, what, what, what's the age group that you, you teach, Molly? Um, I teach um, GCSE. It's people who right. are resitting their GCSEs because they weren't able to get it uh, yeah. the previous year. Yeah. 
So 16 or older is what I teach. So maybe not. The, I mean, if it was little ones, then maybe they'd enjoy coming to see yeah. Sir doing the Mad Hatter. Maybe then, that, yes, yeah. I would, but no, not, not that age group, I don't think. Brilliant, sir. Where can, where can we get tickets from to come and see Shrek? So uh, tickets are available from Derby Theatre. Um, the website's probably easiest, derbytheatre.co.uk. They've just had a shiny new website this week. I don't know if you've noticed oh, that, but right. I went on to have a look, and it's all about a bit of a facelift, their website. So derbytheatre.co.uk. You can also give them a call. It's 01332. 59 39 39 or just pop into Derby Theatre box office what I will warn you though is that the matinee 130 on the 5th is all sold out all gone Brilliant. so that's exciting Brilliant. before the show anyway. um, <laughs> yes. I'll also mention the BSL performances and give Sophie a bit of a shout yeah. out as well because we have our BSL interpreted shows this time around Wednesday night uh, which is the 2nd of November and the final show on the Saturday the 5th at 6 o'clock uh, we've got Sophie doing a fantastic BSL interpretation. The trouble with her is you can't take your eyes off her once you've started watching and you don't see the show because you just can't take your eyes off her. You know, I, I've seen that before and I've seen her and, and you're busy that busy watching. Yeah. You I'm trying to learn the odd words from it. So, uh, yeah, I've ticked I've ticked that up. That was one of my next questions ah. actually about the BSL. So, uh, so that that's great. Um, so, Thank you so much for coming in. It's been great. The, the, the hour has flown it by. It absolutely has. Uh, it has. Uh, and, you know, we, we've only managed to get about four or five songs in from the soundtrack, but uh, we've got uh, loads of information about you. Oh, so brilliant. So when, when's, uh, is it rehearsals this afternoon? Or? Rehearsals this evening. This evening, yeah. yeah. We've got an evening rehearsal tonight, and then yeah. tomorrow we're up to three rehearsals a week now. Wow. So in answer, that's why in answer to your question about other productions and other, mm. f- other companies, no. We haven't got time. <laughs> you haven't got no, time. Three rehearsals plus publicity work plus work and life. Uh, this is pretty much it for the next sort of five weeks. And then, as I say, we'll, the 6th of November, we'll just sort of wake up and not know what planet we're on <laughs> and thudding back down to we're Earth. Still on the swamp. Yeah, yeah, still on the swamp. Uh, we're going to play out with uh, probably one song that, apart from I'm a Believer, do you do I'm, Be- I'm a oh, Believer yes. still in there? Oh, so, yes. Even though it's, it's not there. on the uh, the official soundtrack. It's sort of shoehorned uh, at the, the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's people shoe-horned. know the song from the film, it's just tagged on the end as the... The post the finale, feet the post for the bows, bows and everything. And so yes. keep yeah. them on the feet. Everyone <laughs> yes. join in. I, I was going to say yeah. that's a great way to get people up on the feet, so that at the end you're guaranteed a stand innovation. I've so, seen that a lot in recent yes. shows. People getting people on their feet and everybody on their feet, and you do, and then you've got to start, you've asked. You've, it's very cheeky to ask for a stand innovation, but yeah, people but, find odd ways. I mean, the other one going to this territory but I went to see Belper the other week and they played the national anthem at the end for obvious reasons. Yeah. So we all stood and. Then applauded at the end. It was like, oh, that's just yeah. We've got, Stand we've got themselves in it. an innovation <laughs> via the national anthem. Best way to do it. We're going to play out with Freak Flag, uh, which is I, I just love this track. So thank you so much, and we'll see you first uh, to the fifth of November yes. uh, at Derby Theatre for Shrek. Thank you. thank you. Cheers. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did. And thank you.